0: Hello everyone, this is Darshan Maharaja welcoming you to episode number 35 of the elevator chat series of our Canadian journey. As the issue of too many international students um, continues to get debated, there is one aspect of the issue that remains undiscussed. Probably because it is a sensitive one and everybody is forced to walk on eggshells or around it. That aspect is the disproportionate representation of the Indian ethnicity in the cohorts of international students and temporary foreign workers. The reason why I am talking about these two categories, not just the international students, the two categories of non-permanent residents together is because, as I have pointed out earlier, Parliament's motion M44 passed by unanimous vote in May 2022, treats international students as being part of temporary foreign workers. The effect, I am sure, is visible to you. A great many international students are now no more than TFWs. For both these categories, colleges and employers have been relying to a high degree on India as the source country, that is the term they use in the government jargon, The results are predictable and predictably ignored. Online, including in comments on my own chats with podcast hosts, I am seeing a lot of unease about the fact that no matter where one is in Canada, especially Eastern Canada and British Columbia, a customer-facing position is filled by a young person from India almost all the time. I mean, that is the sense I am getting from people's uh, comments. When an ethnic community accounts for less than 10% of the population, but is seen to be filling 90% of the jobs that interact with people, there are bound to be consequences. To be clear, some of the unease is being expressed by people who have a bias against what they believe a Canadian should look and act like, and that is not necessarily a white face. They have a certain expectation that... uh, is not necessarily racist, but it is still, uh, I would call it a predilection. But there are a lot of others, uh, in fact, the vast majority from what I have seen, who would under other circumstances be happy to be interacting with a person of a different ethnicity. For example, I mean different from what they are usually uh, seeing. For example, I saw a post on Reddit by someone who was ranting about a TTC bus being full of young Indians at 9pm. Would this person's reaction at the bus being full when they expected to find a seat due to the late hour, would that reaction have been different if people of many different ethnicities and ages had been there making the bus as full instead of just young Indians I can only guess, but there is a possibility that the reaction would have been different. Going farther east, a friend of mine, an immigrant from India, whose job requires him to travel by road, told me that at every place that he stopped on way to Ottawa from uh, the GTA and stops included uh, at Belleville and Kingston, all the staff at each restaurant and coffee shop was an Indian student. Another person told me that although his small town in Ontario, much north of Toronto, although that town has no university or college, every store employee is an Indian student in a customer-facing situation. Maybe in the offices inside, they have a different demographic. But uh, when it comes to interacting with customers, almost every employee is an Indian student in a town where there is no university or college. On another note, as I mentioned in my recent chat with Clyde, within an 8-kilometer radius of my home, the restaurants of all types, be they Italian, Chinese, American seafood and burger joints or pastry shop, have been replaced by Indian restaurants. Most of them offer the same fare. It's like, you know, you could eat at any of them and not have a different experience. A message to me from a young Canadian in his mid-twenties of the Sikh ethnicity who grew up here lamented that all the restaurants that he enjoyed going to had been replaced by Indian restaurants. One common observation or complaint depending on the tone is that these students are mostly unable to communicate properly in English I don't blame them, particularly. They were thrust into this position before they had had time to prepare. But the resulting gulf between them and the customers is bound to increase the sense of uh, discomfort among many Canadians. Truths be told, this situation has been developing for a number of years. I don't mean to boast, but this issue struck me over 10 years ago. We had gone to Wasaga Beach on the shores of Lake Huron for a family outing. When we went to the local pizza shop for a bite, the young lady at the counter was someone you would expect to see in a town of that size in Canada. White teenager with blonde hair, blue eyes and a cheerful disposition. Probably she was doing a summer job. Um, I immediately felt sad for her because I realized that the implicit contract that she was living her life under had already been broken by the other side ie the government and she wasn't even aware of it the contract stipulated if one cares about it i mean the contract it stipulated that in return for certain actions on the part of the canadian the government would look after their well being not just financially but also socially and in many other ways like providing opportunities for a productive and satisfying life but by that time the balance of political bargaining power had already shifted away from her and lay with the immigrant communities and typically in the large urban centers not in small towns the political class had already deprioritized her A decade ago, this may have been an isolated thought in the mind of one individual visitor to a small town sitting in the local pizza shop, but now it is a looming reality that is impossible to miss or to dismiss. As to how we are going to correct this imbalance, I have no clue, but perhaps you do. Please share your views on this uh, with me in the comments. Until we meet again, goodbye and be well.